Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 98 of Starting the Conversation and welcome to the penultimate instalment in this seven days of Q&A series. I hope that you've enjoyed the five episodes that I've shared with you so far. And I personally have really enjoyed being able to sit down with a huge variety of guests this week and ask them quite specific questions about things that I really want to know. Each episode has been really insightful and interesting to record and today's one is no different. I first connected with Faye when she reached out to me a couple of months ago and asked for my support in launching her own podcast. And after connecting with Faye, it was very clear to me, this is a woman that runs her business and runs her life with intention. And let me tell you, it shows. She has incredible impact and does amazing things. So it was really interesting to have a chance to ask her, how does she set herself up to do what she does. Over the years, I've definitely realized what a fundamental role I can play in setting myself up for a successful week. I'm going to put my hand up here and say that it's all too easy for me to end a week despite working loads of hours and doing loads of things, not really feeling like I've worked towards my goals or really moved my business forward. And within that, I've learned a huge amount about how using a Sunday night to set up the week and managing my time and realizing which tasks are going to be most effective really puts me in a position of intention when it comes to what my week looks like and how effectively I show up. It was really interesting within this conversation to hear what that looks like for Faye and to really get clear about the practical ways that you can put that into place. Or whether you're like me and always looking for ways to level up your efficiency and get more intentional, this is a conversation for you. I will let you get straight into it. This is me chatting to Faye Cornhill about what it looks like to set your week up for success. Faye, thanks for joining me and my box of recording. <laughs> it's the coziest box I've ever been in. Thank you very much. That's a very nice word to put to just what is a very small box. <laughs> it's like when people comment on a house is cozy, you're like, bijou. Okay. Mm. What do you really mean by that? Mm. Anyway, anyway, we've just had a very interesting discussion we have. about, can I say it? Yeah. Your podcast, <laughs> which is going to be a thing. Does that feel weird now that it's like a... It does a little bit. I feel like it locks you in. Yes. It commits me. Yes. Now I've said it publicly. Faye is launching a podcast <laughs> and it's going to be great. But before you do that, you're coming on this podcast. I have. It's like cutting my teeth. Yes. And just throwing yourself in to the beauty that is hearing yourself back. Yeah. And knowing that there's lots of people listening to your voice. I've just got to get used to that, right? Yeah. Whether you really get used to it, 100 episodes in, I'm not sure whether <laughs> I can tell you. It's the it's the way my voice sounds lower than in my head. But I've just got to work through that. Yeah. Just work it through. Yeah. You sound exactly the same though, in real life and on a podcast. Uh, not if you listen to any <laughs> old episodes. <laughs> listen to episode number one and you'll think, who is that American four-year-old? Um, I'm not familiar with her. All of our limiting beliefs coming up yes. in this little box room. Yeah, it's beautiful stuff. It's, it's lovely. It's beautiful. Um, the question that I'm very curious to ask you, mm. and even more curious now that you've told me more about your way of working and what you do, <laughs> is how do you set yourself up in the best way for the week ahead. Because mm. I think in business we do a lot of talking about the big picture and goals, but very often it's hard to know what does that actually look like on a weekly basis yeah. to kind of find that balance between working in, working on, and actually knowing what to do. Yes. So can you share a bit about, I guess, the theory behind that and then what that looks like for you? Yes, absolutely. So for me, the success of my week will always start with what I'm doing on a Sunday evening. I said to you before, I think it comes from my days of having what my grandma would describe as a proper job, yeah. a corporate job, because 
Monday is a real thing. It hits you quite hard, doesn't it, if you've had the weekend off. So my planning starts on a Sunday evening and by hook or by crook, I will do this every single week. And that involves me sitting down it, sometimes it's in front of the TV. I'll be honest. It doesn't have to, I don't have to be in the zone or yeah. in my office or at my desk. And for me, it's just taking what exists in my in my Google Calendar and adding it with hand, with pen, to my notebook. And there's something that happens during that process that almost like locks it into my brain. I, I enjoy technology. It serves me. I find it useful. But something happens when I write something down that just locks it in for me. And it's that sense of control that really sets me up from a Monday onwards. That, that idea of, I know what's happening this week. Before I did this, I'd get to Monday morning and be like, what am I doing today? Yeah. Who am I speaking to? Yeah. And I think that sort of back foot doesn't lend itself to a very productive week. No, especially when often Mondays are the days where you just need to do. Yeah. <laughs> to, to also put the expectation on a Monday that you need to plan out your week. Yeah. And somehow enter that Monday with a clear mind, but not really know what you should be doing. Yes. Can feel, you're almost just setting yourself up really badly. Yeah. By not creating that time. I think the, mon the Monday thing as well is if you can have a great Monday and you can finish your Monday well, you're going to have a good rest of the week. Yeah. A bad Monday oh my can gosh. often spiral mm -hmm. and then your week's gone. Yeah. So for me, that starts on that Sunday evening with my schedule, writing it into my diary. And there's kind of like an extra phase really. So I will write with hand out what's happening each day each time and then on the other side of my notebook it's really funny because they're all weeks and weeks through my notebook yeah on the other side of the page i will write my actions so uh typically these will be things that will help me move forward in the direction of my goals and if any of them aren't moving me in the in in the direction of my goals then i'll question them at that stage and say do i really need to do this yeah. this week i will prioritize them I will number them one to ten or I however many. <laughs> and is that non-negotiable for you then in the order that you yes. work through them? Yeah. Even if number ten is the one that you're buzzing to do, you've got to work <laughs> through one to nine together. Yeah, them. absolutely. I like a routine. I like knowing where I stand with objectives. If I've just got a brain dump of ideas, I can't work through that sensibly. Mm. So it, unless I've got an action plan, I struggle. Um, so yeah, I will, I will number them one to ten. Quite often, the things that I don't want to do will be in at number one. And I, I'll know that on a Sunday night. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to really hate myself tomorrow morning. Yeah. But it's a bit like, you know, if the things on your plate that you don't like, eat that bit first because then you can enjoy the rest. Yeah. Um, so I'll number them one to ten. I will put a time scale around that, which probably might sound a bit scary for some people listening, but you do get better at that. Mm. Sometimes, you know, when I started this, I would say, oh, that'll take me 20 minutes and it would take me an hour yeah um, so you do get better at, at allocating time and then those entries go physically into my diary so they will go into my gmail calendar so that no one can book an appointment and they become like diary entries non-negotiable non-negotiable you need to do yeah and they have as much value and power as a call with someone yeah or a meeting absolutely absolutely and i think it's that magic that happens it's it's like taking it outside of the technology onto the paper i make a plan with it and then it goes back into the diary yeah. in in that structured format there's some some like little magic thing happens when i do that 
it locks it into my head. I know what I'm doing and I know why I'm doing it. Yeah. And something I think that I love about that, I do it in a slightly different way, just on an Asana board, is that it, it brings the week back into your control. Yeah. Because very often I can end a week and think I've worked so much this week, but I've not done any work that was really for me. <laughs> yeah. And when I say for me, I just mean something that was growing my business, yeah. something that was moving me forward. Yeah. And even just by taking the time on a Sunday, which I'm glad you highlighted, doesn't always feel like something you want to do. Yeah. I always get to a Sunday afternoon and think, oh, do I really <laughs> have to do it now? But always end up thinking, I'm so glad I did. Yes. Because it allows me to look at my week and just see, okay, where are the gaps? Mm-hmm. Where actually I need to create some space for my stuff. Yeah. So that I end the week knowing, you know, I did all the things I needed to do. But I didn't stop there. So true. Yeah. And it's just that extra level of that preparation of, you know, when I worked in a corporate job and I had a team around me, we'd get to 11 o'clock on a Monday morning and people would still be planning what they were going to do for the week and then making another coffee and then it would be lunchtime. And if you if you lose half a day and you're working five days a week, that's that's a big chunk to lose. Yeah. So I think it's about setting yourself up with the intention of success for the week. Yeah, and then how flexible will you be with that once you're in the week? You know, as things flag up, as a task takes longer than you thought it would, as a new priority comes into play, what does that look like? So if something takes longer than I thought it was gonna take, depending on its urgency, I'll either sit with it and carry on, or I will say to myself, I've done enough with that right now, I'm gonna revisit that tomorrow maybe. And like I said, you do get better at allocating time. It's not the easiest thing in the world. But the joy of that way of working is that, you know, if I get a call about something and I've, you know, I've got kids, if I had to go and collect someone from school, I can do that knowing that I will reallocate those those, um, activities, those tasks to either later in the week or the following week. Yeah. Because I've been realistic in the first place and I am not sat at my desk eight till eight every day. So if I've got to do something later, I've got the flexibility to do that. Yeah, and being realistic is a huge part of that. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, the amount of times I write a to-do list and just be (laughs) halfway through the day and think, this was never realistic. No. And I think knowing that a to-do list isn't meant to be what are all the things that I could do or I should do, Yeah. but actually quite an an intricate process of what feels most important based off my priorities completely changes that. Absolutely. Is that something that you've, I'm guessing, learned over the years I think it is and it comes back to this idea of always being in a position where you're moving your business forward if you're just floating around actually not making progress I think that's where frustration can happen yeah so these activities that I'm scheduling are things that are moving me and my business forward or you know client facing activities which is being in my business sure I don't want to look at my week ahead and be, well, that's a week of firefighting. I want to know that I'm moving myself forward. And that's why it's important to, to reflect on that list of things and then, and then work out, you know, are these supporting my goals? Mm. Are these moving me forward? Am I going to feel good if I complete these activities in this week? Yeah. Because so often we put things down that we should do. And I do this all the time when I'm midway through my week, even doing this process, there will be things on my list where I look at it and go, oh my gosh, on Sunday, that felt like the most important thing (laughs) in the world. And now when I've kind of thought 
thought about it more, it doesn't need to be done no. now or it doesn't need to be done at all. Yeah. And it's interesting that that's something I think we're always learning more about within our businesses. Yeah. Of actually what are the most important things. That's and really And you often true. don't figure those things out until you do them. Yeah. And realise if they do or don't yeah. move you forward. And and the opposite is, is also that knee jerk of you'll get an idea and you're probably like me, Alice, your ideas come into your head all the time. Yeah. If you operate in this system, actually you can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna spend the next hour working out that idea. It's like, make a note of it. Yeah. And it, you know, when you come to look at that, you can consider it. Mm -hmm. It's not just, right, that's it, my morning's gone now because I'm gonna do that. Because you've already committed to other things. Yeah, and also with this, it also, I guess, comes down to breaking down those big goals into quite actionable things. Yeah. Because you can look at a goal, you know, like launching a podcast, yeah. and think, I'm never going to have the time to do that. <laughs> yeah. But to break that down and know, okay, this week I only have an hour of space, yeah. but in that hour I can take the first step of thinking about the idea yeah. or thinking about the purpose of it. Definitely. You've not reached that goal, but you've done something with the time that you've got to work towards that. That's really true. And if you're, you know... If you're just picking the one thing, what's the one thing I can do this week that will move me forward in the direction of my goals and my aspirations that I'm gonna feel good about at the end? Once you've done that, it's really easy to then carry that motivation through to the next week because you're experiencing success. Yeah. If you're just always looking at the big boulder of the goal, it's then quite hard to, to feel like you're actually ever achieving anything because you're not picking off achievements one by one yes and it just feels like this overwhelming set of goals where you end the year and go well yeah <laughs> that went somewhere <laughs> went somewhere and I've still got it on my to-do list yeah it's very true and I like that it feels quite realistic the way that yeah. you do it it's not you know change the world within a week but it's look at what you've already got yeah. time-wise look what you've already got booked in and actually just be intentional about yeah what you can do with the time around that yeah and it takes practice and boundaries are hard mm. <laughs> And, you know, you've got to be able to flex your boundaries because things change, opportunities will arise that are so good that if you said, oh, sorry, no, I've got my schedule, yeah. that you would miss out on, and I'm realistic about that. But practising uh, your boundaries is really important in order to achieve what you really want to achieve. Yeah, because often boundaries are about giving less away yeah. in order to keep some of your energy and time for what's really important, Absolutely. which is something for the you stuff. Yeah. And even within, I know this is something we both do, but in different ways, within our weeks, there isn't just a rhythm to there being a week, but there's also a rhythm within each day. Yes. Where I'm similar to you, every day has a purpose. Mm -hmm. So when I look at my calendar and someone says, hey, I need, you know, not need, but want an hour of your time, or hey, can we do this thing? It's not a free for all of, yeah, have any time. Yeah. But it's, okay, on that day, yeah, that's the day where I do client calls, or that's the day where yeah. I work, big picture, so here's how that fits in. Yeah. And even within that, when you set yourself up for the week, I'm sure with you, off of that action list, you can immediately think, okay, when am I going to do those things mm -hmm. based off of kind of how you structure your week yeah. and what you do each day. Definitely. I quite like having a theme to a day or a yeah. feel for a day. You know, some days you don't want to do your hair and your makeup, so maybe they're not going to be client facing days. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're going to be days for podcast recording yes <laughs> see i'm already mapping it out i love it it's the best permission ever because no one sees what you yeah, look like wonderful the amount of times i've recorded a podcast in just like a t-shirt and pants brilliant and just looked a mess i can do that i can do that yeah it's great and people don't know and they never have to know i often tell people and then think oh, i didn't need to 
overshare with that one. <laughs> in my dressing gown. Yeah, it's part of the fun. My happy place. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. That's it's so interesting. It's been fun. I enjoy talking about this. Yeah, well, it's one of those things where I think once you do it, you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this sooner? Yeah. But it never, it's quite hard to get into the rhythm of doing. I agree. And I mean, even once you're into it, it doesn't always feel like something you want to do. It's yes. to mention. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. Don't give up just because one week you didn't get your time schedule right. Like you will get it wrong, mm. but trust in the process. It, I know it sounds basic, but it's, you know, often the basic things that can really change how you work. Yeah. So give it a shot. Yeah, and a adapt it in a way that works for you. Mm -hmm. You know, we do it in different ways based off of the best way that we show up and learn and remember things. Yeah. But the core of it is the same. Absolutely. Which is use your Sunday night, or even if it's your Friday night when you finish work, because yeah. you don't work the weekend, yeah. Yeah. use a chunk of time to just set yourself up for the week in whatever way that looks like for you. Yeah. I love that. You're it's welcome. gold. People can now go and do that. It's a very <laughs> actionable Q&A. Good. It's my favourite kind of ones. Good. Amazing. Where can people find you online? Um, on Instagram, at Faye Cornhill Coaching. Nice. Where there is soon to be news about podcast soon to be news about if podcasts. they've heard you on here and they're like this woman's genius i want more of that they can wait for that it's piece. coming soon i love it cool <laughs> thanks so much you're welcome all done